Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the tree is, is this the, the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you here? You we always look forward to that week because it was always intense. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys in the show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because he's done on the war feet. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. This is our post-game reaction show after this too close, too close Sunday night football game against the New York Jets. Obviously coming away with a 23-20 win. I'm sorry for all you guys out there, all you betters who uh, had the Chiefs uh, covering nine and a half points. That's... uh, that's a bit of a heartbreaker. Mahomes is sliding there at the one yard line. Um, obviously, Mahomes doesn't care about your bets or our bets or your lines, but it comes away with a win. So, if you took the Chiefs' money line, congratulations for that. Um, but obviously, yeah, we all thought 17 nothing right at the gate. We thought we were going to win this game pretty handily. Um, so, obviously, there's, there's a lot of things to tackle here. Um, obviously, offensive struggles, uh, defense being on the field the entire game and really not creating any pass rush or pressure and kind of letting Zach Wilson look like. Chad Hankton, uh, Chad Pennington, or Vinny Tessaverde in his prime. Um, but yeah, uh, so let, let's begin with the uh, offensive struggles. Uh, JD, what would you say the root of some of, I guess, Mahomes' underthrows? Just the offense not looking in rhythm. At, after those first three drives, it looked like something completely switched and something changed. What happened? Uh, I'll tell you what, it, it, I think it, it was a combination of a few things, actually. Uh, one of the things I believe happened. Uh, just where he wasn't feeling comfortable. And it was a lot of pressure coming up the middle. And so um, sometimes when you have a, a series of things that do happen to you, right, like you, you you go from, you know, the holding call, getting the safety in the end zone, and then coming back, then you get the uh, – throwing the interception at the end, it kind of it, – it just kind of smokes on you, right? And, 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 you know, I don't care who it is, it, it, it does affect you. It really does. And so I think part of it was – they started feeling a little bit more of those guys getting up from the outside, the guys coming up in, inside. And I said this was going to be a great test for our offensive line. I said that. Uh, and so that's one thing they wanted to make sure. They wanted to make sure that Patrick wasn't comfortable. It's going to bring a little bit more pressure up the middle. And they was going to leave it on the guys on the outside and try to make plays. And so thank God that uh, Pacheco had the day that he had. I mean, he was absolutely incredible out there. But I, I do believe that might have been part of the problem, was just getting to that rhythm, that sync of – you know, getting guys and making movements and change. And, and it's, it's like anything else. It's like a running back who, who's getting carries. Once he get into sync, he starts feeling like that rhythm. He starts going. 
Same thing has to happen with Patrick Mahomes if guys are not catching footballs and getting open for him. Tage, what, what were your takeaways from uh, what you saw offensively, why things just weren't kind of clicking for us after those first three drives? Um, We met late last week uh, or late this week. We were talking about how this is going to be a dirty game where their front four, the Jets, could get pressure and drop everyone else back and prevent the deep plays. Now Mahomes is going to have to stay patient. Don't get impatient because the long play is not there. Take what's there and go it just looked like the first drive we had the really big play not the first drive the first touchdown we had the really long run by Pacheco so that kind of blew it open we had the long 33 33 yarder from uh from no gray so we got kind of spoiled with that we didn't really have like normal drives for us like long long drives and then they tightened up and it took us a long time to readjust to it it looked like Mahomes was still going for that big play over and over and over again and he wasn't taking it. Finally, there was a, I think it was the start of the fourth quarter where you could just tell it was like, okay, short, short game enabled. They were just doing stick routes, curl routes, like quick outs, like just doing it, dink and dunk, the old Alex Smith way, right? Just dink and dunk all the way down the field, uh, pick up some yards, let your guys get some yak, man. That, that's what these guys are good. We got rice for his yak. Um, let Kelsey get his yak. So I think we started to play our game when we adjusted a little more, when he got a little more settled in, and we can mix the short plays, get manageable third downs. And Pacheco was awesome. I mean, I, I couldn't, I, I can't say enough about his his performance. The only thing I can say, if I'm going to be a, a jerk about Pacheco's performance, <laughs> um, and, he, and he he did he did fix it to go stay in bounds, just like slide if you have to. He did it that second time. Yeah, he took two guys out with them like a baseball slide, like yep. second base. Uh, but like stay in bounds, man. But that, that's that's pretty much my only um problem with him. And and, and uh but the other thing I was gonna say is you could see in the beginning of the game where Mahomes was telling Sky, I think it was Sky to come to the ball a little more. Yeah, to come back to the ball. He was he, he yeah. went kind of rounded his route a little bit. Well, yeah, he like he went straight for like the sideline, whereas he had about I think about a yard and a half for the first down mark where he could have came back for it and still gotten the first down. And he just waited for it, went straight to the sidelines. I think that's just going to have to happen. I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, like we, I, I, you know, we've seen Mahomes come and dominate so fast at a young age. We think he's just like this young buck, and he is young by NFL quarterback standards. But like, he needs to coach these guys in the field. We have a lot of young, inexperienced uh, receivers, and he needs to come and coach these guys. Tell them where to be, where he needs them. He's going to have to just keep doing this all season until these guys get grown up. Who, who was that you, you're talking about? Who's Mahomes just coaching. I mean, all of them, really. I mean, Guy, Rasheed Rice, take your pick. Everyone but MVS, but MVS pretty much runs like flies. So it's going to be really hard to coach him on anything else. Um, but everyone else, he's got to coach and tell him where he wants him, where he needs him. And they, they got they to do it. Well, well, I think, you know, part of the adjustment is, you know, it, it is about trust, right? And so I, I even seen that was it was one where, where Travis and, 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 uh, and Patrick was off. On mm-hmm. one, looked like he was, you know, he was trying to run the like the, the tight end juke, uh, and he was going to go right back out. And so Patrick's thinking he's going to keep going across uh, uh, CJ Mosley's face, and it was almost an interception on that. So it was just a little bit out of sync. And 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 sometimes, man, in a in a game like this, like I said, getting into a rhythm where you're not necessarily pushing the ball down the field if you're not doing what you you know you're used to doing, it's throwing the ball. And I think sometimes Patrick was looking, you know, to hold the ball just a little bit too long sometimes. 
We've seen that. And I, and, and I hate when he's doing it because he's getting shots on him. And that's the thing about it. Guys are going to tee off catching him when he's holding the ball a little bit too long. But, yeah, man, look, these – and also, too, I'm, one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to take away from uh, the Jets' defense, okay? They got a good defense, okay? Let, let's just – bottom line, yeah. you know, I said this was going to be the one that was going to be the, the, the biggest challenge so far for us as an offense. And so we need to see the wide receiver step up against this great Jets' defense. So we knew they had it from defensive line. We knew we had the great linebackers. We knew they had a good secondary. And so they showed that tonight. Not to mention the crowd behind them the whole time, and so when you start getting that momentum, most things do that. Those things are important, especially in a game like this. They're very important. Look, and I know that Jets that that, that whole stadium. I played against some jokers. It gets loud up there. Them, them them fans do not like you at all. And so you know if they boo the Jets, you know what they're gonna feel like. They booing you know the Chiefs. So it, it gets a little a little difficult. But make no mistake about it, the Jets played a, a, a good defense. I mean, they did. They played good defense tonight. And they knew that we also live in that, that, that middle realm of like where Travis Kelsey is, right? Pat was trying to make a couple of throws over the top, and they knew that. that that's And that's the beauty of like doing film work of understanding, okay, look, this is where these guys love to live. When Patrick extends with his, his, his legs, he likes to catch those soft areas of the defense. Well, they got linebackers to get back fast enough. C.J. Mosley got back because he's seen Travis Kelsey. I mean, he opened up and ran, okay? I'm talking about this is a long joker. He's got good stride. It can run with anybody in the NFL. And they got our way back, and man, just caught that ball. Other teams, not doing it. But I will say this. I do commend uh, uh, Andy Reid them kind of uh, putting some uh, a little mustard to the uh, to the running game. I do love that part of it. Yeah. No? You did it. It for us. I mean, let's just be honest. That wanted for us right there, the running game, whether it was mm-hmm. Pacheco making uh, 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 guards with his legs or, you know, all at the end, Patrick doing it, right? Because then they just sat back and Patrick's like, well, shoot, if it's wide open, let me just go straight down the field as, as opposed to go east and west. Let me go north and south right here. So uh, that when you have a defense that's playing that soft, you got to take advantage of it. And Patrick did. He got us the W. Yeah. The, uh, the Patrick, the Patrick Mavic experience at the end of the game. I want to say this too, Tuck. I mean, I, I totally get fans saying, you know, relax. Uh, uh, you know, we're three and one. Uh, we're good. We're Super Bowl uh, defending Super Bowl champions. I'm not freaking out about like beating the Jets by three. I'll take an ugly win. I'll take a beautiful win. I'll take a blowout. I'll take a last second game victory. Whatever, right? Against anybody. The thing that scares me as a Chiefs fan about these kind of games is we played a one-sided team. They're really good defensively, and they've been terrible offensively. Okay, we played the Bears, who aren't really good at anything right now. So when we play a balanced team, eventually, that has a good defense and a a good offense, which probably the best example of that so far this season is the Lions, and we lost that game. So I'm worried about when we play equally balanced, good good offense and defenses. This is a good test for one side of the ball, but even a bad offense score on us a lot, way too often. That was – Zach Wilson's best game of the season. And I don't want to be the team that gave Zach Wilson his best game of the season. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not being pessimistic about them. I'm happy we won. I'm happy to move on. It's amazing. But you got to look at this and be like, there's some loose ends that need to be figured out. That's all. Well, I think we need to address that, though. I, I think, you know, Zach played a, a pretty decent game. But we talked about this. We brought, you know, we had to bring pressure on Zach Wilson, Right. Him being happy feet and stuff like it, making him uncomfortable, he, he's a bad quarterback. He just is. 
And some, sometimes we just didn't really bring that pressure. When we was rushing four, we weren't hitting home. At the very beginning of it, I think uh, Kalafkas might have had a, a, a sack. A couple guys might have had sacks on Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. They got out of them. And so all of a sudden, you know, these guys are sitting over here and they're a little tired. But we need we need to bring pressure. That's Spags. That is his forte. When he's bringing guys from where you're not expecting them to bring it, that's that's tough for him. And so what ended up happening, when you start running four and nobody's getting any pressure, he sits back there. Now he's got a little bit more time to throw. And when you spent, especially running man on a guy, then you see Wilson starting to catch balls, Lazard going up there making plays, Conklin making plays, the other tight end they had making plays. And so that's what ended up happening because now Zach Wilson's like, well, look, I got a little bit more time to throw this football because I'm not necessarily getting that pressure. And so it seemed like we went up about 17 points, and all of a sudden everything just kind of changed. We just we got about a defense scheme as far as like what we do best. And I, I would have just, if I was Spags, I would have kept bringing pressure all game. I was like, look, we are not going to let this guy sit back there and pick us apart. And, and look, we know Zach Wilson can throw the football. We know that. I don't care if you're a capable quarterback, if you got time to throw the ball, you should be able to make some some some, some throws that get guys open. Guys should be able to catch. So I think our defense, man, just kind of the scheme toward the end of it. Uh I didn't really uh I didn't really like it, to be honest with you. Uh I think we just kind of softened up a whole lot. Uh guys did look tired out there. I mean, that looked tired on offense and defense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that comes in with just traveling too. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got. I mean, you gotta have to figure that after those first three drives, when it was the defense kept getting kept going out there, the turnovers, the three and outs, defense was constantly out there. Yeah, the schemes were, were also, you know, I think I saw King Felix out in coverage uh, at one point during the game. I was like, what, what is what, what's going on here? I want King Felix rushing the passer. I don't want King Felix dropping in, in coverage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but 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 JD, um, you mentioned the tight ends, and that's something I noticed throughout the game. The tight ends were kind of eating us up. What did you notice from our defense that was allowing their tight ends to kind of eat us up throughout the game? Big chunk plays. Yeah. I, you know what? Uh, to be honest with you, uh, I think defensively they look at can we cover the guys in the middle, right? And so that's what they always going to try to attack. We know we got great corners, okay? I think our safeties do a, a pretty good job. But they also know that maybe one of Reed's not his strong suits and maybe like covering tight ends, Okay. He's, he's, he's not, I would say, 100% cover guy. And so they know, look, let's go out to their corners or let's go out to their safeties. Let's go out to safeties and some of the linebackers. I think Drew Tranquil was in a great position, but they just going to throw some up and let a guy make a play. And a lot of that came in because there wasn't any pressure on Zach Wilson. And so what Zach was able to do is he's able to kind of pick and throw the ball where he wanted to. Uh, and so if you're an NFL tight end, I don't care what it is, they're going to give you a chance and give you a shot to go make a play. So it's like, my guy's going to be better than your guy on this play. And, and they'll take that chance, all right? It's a 50-50 ball. Why not? Why not try it? Uh, and so, you know, Conklin's not a slouch by no means. But I think uh, sometimes defensively, uh, if you're looking at how we we play tight ends, uh, we know majority of the time safety is going to be on it, right? That's what it's going to be. Yeah. That continues with the trend that uh, outside the Bears game last week, tight ends have just been kind of eating us up. Ingram kind of ate us up. Laporta uh, ate us up, and kind of all three of these guys. And all of them, all of them. Their Every time I looked up, I was like, "Geez, man, how many tight ends do they have on their roster?" And they're all like, "They're all doing it." Everyone was doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we were losing a lot of the key offensive team statistics going into that last drive. We were losing first downs. We were losing time of possession. We were losing third down uh, um, efficiency percentage. Um, we were losing a lot of those. 
Yeah. And then that last drive, you know, sealed it for us. And we just now it all looks great. Look at the last, you know, what, what a last drive can do for your for your takeaway team statistics. <laughs> yeah. 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 We finally had a drive, a sustained drive, the third and twenty-two, converting a lot of the third downs and keeping our defense on the field for for a good for a good while. And it was the first time that happened since the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I, okay. So when I'm looking over here at just the receptions uh, itself. So Darius Tony had two for twenty-two yards. Uh, Valdez Stanley had one for six. He got the pass interference call on him. Okay, Justin Watson had one for five. Uh, Edwards Hilaire had one. You know. One catch. Everything else, Travis Kelsey had six. Pacheco had three. Mo Gray had one. Rasheed Rice had three. I mean, Sky Moore, zero catches. No McKinnon either. No McKinnon. No McKinnon. Yeah. Oh. You were using Pacheco a lot in those passing downs. And, and, and there was a few times when Pacheco got blown up as far as that being the pass protector. And I was thinking, I was like, why isn't McKinnon in here at this point? He can be kind of a little bit of everything. And yeah. Pacheco was getting run to the ground at that point. He was kind of gassed. Let McKinnon do that, th- uh, do his thing. That's his, that's his niche role. Also, no, we were 0 for 4 in the red zone. That's big. Yeah. I mean, we would have scored the last drive if we wanted to, obviously. Cool. Pat cool. You know, slid, but before that, we were still 0 and 3. So, yeah. There was, there was one down there I thought I, they should have went for. I, I was like, you know, you want to go for this one. I think it might have been uh, maybe third and went to fourth and three or something like that. And I'm just like, why don't you just go for it, Andy? Why not? You know, if I have any confidence, these guys, PM15, Travis, and somebody making a play, I'm just going to go ahead and, and try for it. Okay. I think it was fourth quarter. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what part of the game it was, but uh, in the fourth, but I'm, I'm a guy. I'm gonna trust my offense, man. Go for it. Go ahead and go for it. Especially if you hadn't had that much success passing the ball. You know, we do a great job of out leveraging defense and stuff like that, man. I, I just, you know, put it in the hands of the playmakers. Go ahead and do it. So, yeah, I, I was about to freak out to that Kelsey third and one play. By the way, if that didn't work, the handoff. Uh, yeah, the yeah, little, little, little 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to lose it after that one. He almost lost that snap. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes was lost that, that that snap too. Luckily, he got the first down out of it, but like the, it was it, it wasn't a clean game by any means. Really close losing that game. Um, yeah, and also I'm seeing and this is something we've talked about on the show before. <laughs> we're not getting the, we're not getting the ball to a lot of our guys, and people are saying Justin Ross. We're big Justin Ross fans, but like we're not even getting the ball to Sky more. I mean, like I think I saw maybe a few snaps for Justin Ross tonight, but like. JD, would you say the offense as far as the passing game really has an identity right now? No, uh, 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 no, not at all. Uh, I think, the, you know, you still got young guys trying to figure everything out. And so this is part of like the, the, the growth process. It really is. This is, I, I seen that they were talking about suffering. So we got to suffer with these young guys, you know, learning the system, getting better, getting open, knowing what Patrick wants. Like you said, Patrick teaching these guys about, hey, this is what I want out of this play. But it, it has to be, I, I can't have, you know, my guys who are really, relative my number one and two which is sky Moore and mvs disappearing in games i i can't have that okay mvs you're supposed to be our, our top one of our guys sky Moore, you got to be one of our guys and if i don't see young guys making plays then that to me that's that's complete disarray as far as offense so like what you're trying to do with the wide receiver role seriously so uh those guys out there's got to be better they have to be better I'm, I'm sure they 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 understand that uh but it's it's one thing to say it, you got to do it. 
It's all about what you it's all about results, man. It's results in the NFL. So I don't care if you're getting paid $10 million. If you ain't catching footballs, what would you give the money for? Right? Yeah. Uh Rasheed Rice, another game with a with a drop. I feel like he has to start each game with a drop, and he's gonna be all right after that. He just gets it out of the way and he's all right after that. I mean, it, it's kind of nuts that all, most of his drops have come in the, on his first target, and then like he's fine after that. I, I don't know, Jay. Is that, is that just a mental thing? What, what, what is that? I know he's a young buck, so like we're not, I'm, I'm not scared about it. But like it's just weird. It's usually the first target he drops it, and then after that, he's he's re- all systems to go after that. It, it might be that a little bit of nerves, uh, and so it, it might just take that one, like you said, to drop it. And, and sometimes it took me to get that really at first hit, the first lick, to kind of get my juices flowing where I needed to go. Uh, and we almost seen it in Pacheco. Pacheco, he, would, he wasn't hitting the holes like he needed to when he first started. He was so juiced up that he couldn't even see the holes. He was just running and hitting. And it was just almost like he was in college. He was just running behind the backs of the linemen. And I'm sitting there thinking like, yo, this guy needs to just calm down, okay? That way you can help your vision out. And as soon as we hit that one on the side, I'm like, there we go. That's Sometimes it just takes that. It really does. And, and to be honest with you, man, that feeling, and I'm talking about you are on 10 through 12, like, like energy just coming out of you. You know what I mean? I mean, I had to, like myself, almost had to run it off at the very beginning of uh, the warmups. So my coach was like, man, look, Jason, I got to get it out of the warmups because I was just so juiced up in my mind because everything, you're just ready to go. So maybe that's it, man. Maybe with Rice. But we, we, need, we need him. We need Rice. Yeah, I love right? that yak, man. That one where he caught – Right when he turned around on that stick, and he Mahomes hit him the second he turned around, and he was ready, and then turned right around and got like I think like another seven or eight yards on Yak on that one. Yeah, great. Um, so we talked about the the pass catchers and stuff. Um, Jawan Taylor, the offensive line. What, what are we seeing from the offensive line? We'll, we'll talk. We'll get into the penalties. I, I have the officials as its own segment here, but what what are you seeing from the offensive line, JD? What did you see tonight that impressed you? Maybe on the run game or didn't impress you? Uh, you know, you okay, two things. So I'll start with the run. I think they did a pretty decent job with the run. I'm still seeing a lot of like uh not coming off on second level on the double teams. Okay. That that the fit of it is not as clean and crisp as I, I want it to be. Like when soon like because when you're double teaming, if I got half a man, my eyes need to be on the second guy that I'm going to go get. Okay. So immediately when this guy that's beside me is taking over. I got to feel him, but I got to make sure he's getting enough for him so I could come off to the second level. Mm-hmm. There were some of those that weren't necessarily working as clean as it should, so they still need to clean that part of it up. Uh, Trey Smith blocking, he was knocking some heads off. He was knocking some heads off. There was one, I think, on the third the third down. We tried to have Rasheed Rice block Johnson on the edge. I'm like, okay, don't ever do that again, <laughs> all right? Please. He was trying to block a defensive end. He didn't know what he wanted to do. Johnson just ran through him like man, he was like he was a knife through hot butter. So I, you got to pick and choose who's going to do the blocking. If you have a guy in there who's willing to do the blocking, you need you need to get him up out of there. Uh, pass pass protection. Uh, we had a lot of pressure up the middle, and I knew because the D line, as good as they are, they was going to do that. It's going to bring it. We have an issue and a problem. Now, seen that they've seen this on tape uh, with the ET stunts. Okay. That's what they're doing. They're splitting between the guard and the tackle, trying to bring up there and bring the defense in around uh, through the uh, through the A-gap. And so they did a lot of that, man. So the ET Suns was kind of getting home. It was, And what you want to do with that is just you just want to get pressure. You just want to be able to just break up that double tape as much as possible. 
And so that's what a lot of that where, where Patrick was flushing out outside of because of the ET stunts. Uh, and so we, we got to do a much better job of passing those things out. And so part of that is as a tackle, you're in, 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 out, 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 out. It's that communication. So we know that we at least we have we're on the same level. So we're not blocking on one level, another guy's on blocking. That's how you split the double team. Uh, Juwan Taylor. Look, he's had a rough go at it the past few weeks. I think he still does a good job. This the one in, in the end zone was a bad call by the officials. It was a bad call. It really was. Okay. I'm not saying he didn't, you know, he didn't pull his face mask. I think when they when they said the rule of the play, right? Once they explained the rule, I'm like, well, shoot, then. He was definitely in the, in the in the field of play, and it shouldn't have been a safety. Uh, so they must should have done a much better job reviewing that, not to make that call. And I had a problem with like you get you get you get three guys together, they were talking. Okay, y'all should do a better job of making that more clear what y'all saying. Somebody should be able to look at that and say, no, you know what, that's that's not correct. Uh, it shouldn't be a safety. Uh, so I, I just some of the calls, man, I, I just don't like. Uh, just because of the things he's been through the series of the last three games, it's going to be more pronounced with him. We, we know that. It's going to be more glaring every time something happens with 74. Uh, but, man, it's, it's somewhat – I gave – I started out giving him an A. I think I got down somewhere about maybe a B- minus with the O-line, okay? B- minus, C plus maybe, I don't know. B oh. Oh. Mm. Oh. Well, we'll let you mull that over overnight. Maybe tomorrow yeah, it might be even lower. Yeah. Yeah, when I go Keep over, on it. yeah, yeah. Keep so B, 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 I'm giving a B right now. Okay. Okay. So I'm at. All right. But but there are some. I mean, uh, yeah. So there's the uh, the safety, and then there was the um, the horse collar that that ref uh, that was on the call. So that wasn't a horse collar. Uh, but there are some positives with the O line. Uh, Juwan Taylor, no alignment uh, uh, issues tonight. No false start issues tonight. True. So those are positives, right? So at least some yeah. some of what you talked about, JD, that needed to correct, and he obviously said uh, last week that I'm going to correct it, something I have to clean up. And, I mean, look, that I, that obviously got to him. There was no yep. uh, none of those penalties. So Yeah, yeah. That, that, positive. That, that's positive. So we'll build on that, right? Great job getting your alignment together. Make sure you weren't all sides. Beautiful, okay? Now we still work on that as far as because I, I that's still an adjustment because now you know you got to get out of your, 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 your set. You got to kick step all the way back there, okay? Uh, and they were their best pass rush, man. He got around and when he, he held his face mask. I mean, Jawan just didn't get out of his stance fast enough. That was that, you know, and, and that's something you just got to keep working. So he's gonna keep he's gonna keep getting better. Um, but man, look, this I mean, it's game four. Okay, and I know sometimes, it's, like I said before, I'll, go, I'll keep going back to what it was last year with the young DBs. We had to deal with that their growth area and them getting to a point where they're much better. And so offensively for the wide receivers, as much as we hate to see it, what they're going through, uh, we definitely need to get those guys going. We need to get those guys going. Uh, and so hopefully these next few weeks, we'll start to see a little bit more progress, a little bit more progress. Uh, but it is a question. I'll ask this. Do y'all do anybody? I'm looking out here on the chat, too. Does anybody feel like we need to go out there and get another guy in the building? That's my question. What do y'all think? Do you think we need to get another guy in the building or what? I mean, as far as going out and trading for someone or uh, maybe even picking up a guy like Jarvis Landry or something like that. Exactly. Either way, whatever. I don't care how it looks like. Sure, I don't care if you get him out the street if he's, he's caught some balls or something. You know, what do you think? 
Uh, Tasia, do you have an opinion on this one? I, I have an opinion, but I'll look. You go first. Um, right now, not yet, because I don't want I don't want to sign somebody and then the possibility of trading for someone better doesn't happen because we already just signed someone prematurely before we knew what we really needed out there. I'd rather wait a little while longer. And like you said, JD, these are young guys and I think Mahomes has to work with them for a little bit first. You know, we could also, we could have made a case last year to go after someone too. And we, we, you know, we didn't in the end. Right. So, um, you know, I, I think we should wait a little while longer. Sorry. (laughs) I, I agree with that for the fact that, Right now, it's only week four, right? So, and a team that in maybe two or three weeks may be like, "All right, we're not going anywhere this year." Now we can, uh, d- now we can get yes. some more guys yeah. who maybe right now aren't ready to do that. In a couple of weeks, maybe they'll want to do that. And I see Mike Evans, but right now it's looking like well, he's, he's he has a hamstring injury right now, but also they they're looking like they can they're they're, they're doing something over there. And yeah, division. yeah, yeah. Um, they don't want to lose him. No, yeah, come on. That wouldn't make any sense. They're, they're trying to they're, they're selling and they're winning. Yeah. yeah. As far as – I don't know, J.D., we've talked this before about the whole Andy Reid playbook. Why well, I remember a couple of years ago why in season we didn't want to go get OBJ because of the playbook and how that's something that with Andy Reid's playbook specifically, that's something that's kind of hard to learn, just jump, jump right in there and, and learn that in the middle of the season. And if we are waiting, let's say wait till week seven or week six to make a trade, in the middle of the season we're going to sign a guy and like he's going to have to kind of learn the ropes mid, mid, midway through the season – I don't know. I I just feel like that's something we should have done in the offseason. We didn't, and we talked about doing it. We yeah. never did it. We drafted a receiver in the second round, and we kind of went with the young guys that we have, and we're still young. I mean, Justin, we, everyone talks about Justin Ross. He's technically a rookie. Yeah, he, he was, you know, in the building last year, learning the plays and stuff, but he, he's still rookie as far as playing, and, like, to, to expect him to come out right at the gate and do stuff, mm-hmm. it's kind of a tough ask. It's going to be kind of similar to what he's dealing with now with rookies. You're going to have to tell that guy where to be, where to go, and how to look for his ball. It's, I mean, well, that's what we're dealing I, with now. Not, well, it's, it's a little bit different with veteran guys because a lot, a lot of things translate over just terminology-wise. You just learn terminology. And sometimes it's just concepts and, and whatnot. And so certain systems, guys kind of, uh, you know, you mimic. There's a lot, there's a lot of guys that, that do the same systems in certain different ways. So I'm sure with you know, somebody who's a veteran receiver – might be able to get it down. Uh, I think it'd be a lot easier for a guy like that who's, who might have played like eight to ten years of saying like, okay, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, that, that you know, the basic cross is, oh, that's, you know, uh, you know, jet or, you know, oxy or something like that, whatever, you know, whatever we used to call it. So it's just different terminology. And so once you get a guy to understand it and see what you're, you're doing vision-wise, older guy be like, okay, yeah, I got it, I got it. Yeah, it's not under hard. So you give them like small bites if that's the case. That's just if that's the direction you're going, right? You just give him little small bites of what you want him to do. Let him just do that for like the first week, second week, third week, whatever. And let him, he'll fit in. He'll fit right in, you know. So, uh, Canary's toe was supposed to be going into the season. Mahomes was talking about him like he was going to be our number one receiver. And we're, and, and you could, you, you from experience, JD, you have the injury that he had, you, you know, the recovery aspect of it. It's week four right now. He got a, he got a couple targets uh, tonight. Got a couple targets last week. He's not really getting that volume that a wide receiver one gets, or even on the field play. He's not in there half the time. I'm like, where's Tony? He's not even in the game right now. Is this still they're working him back slowly? Because that's the thing too. I don't want to go out and get a number one receiver if we still can make him be a number one guy. 
Yeah, I, I think so. I think they are kind of working back slowly. And I, I, I question the same thing until I seen him in there catching the ball. I'm like, okay, well, shoot, then they, they are trying to get him in a little bit. But I do think of it as, you know, him just being healthy. That's the whole thing about it is you don't want to do too much volume on him when you know that you're destroying the knee and having a setback. Small doses. Just give him small doses. Hey, look, we're going to give you about 10 to 15. That's what you're going to look at right now, uh, Kadarius. And so he's like, okay, cool. I'm fine with that. So uh, he'll help us. He'll definitely help us. So I'm going to ask your question right back to you, J.D. Do we, do we go out and get somebody? Should we? You know, like I told you before, I, 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 I love being patient like I did with the secondary. And so I think you need to give these guys uh, a little bit more leeway uh, to kind of make mistakes, kind of learn a little bit more. And I think Darius Tony is going to help us out, you know, uh, you know, the healthier he gets. Uh, but I think you got You have to almost go in, like you said, Patrick going into that, that, that meeting room and saying, Hey, look, and we do seven on seven anyway, you know, we got tight ends, running backs, wide receivers, all in seven on seven, regardless. Okay. With Matt, you know, Nagy and all those, you know, offensive coordinator, uh, but they'll be talking about it. They'll be talking about what they see. What what did you do on this play? Why did you do it? Okay. And then Patrick can tell him, hey, look, if we're seeing this coverage, we got man, this is what I'm expecting out of you. And I can't, you can't just do it this time. It's got to be all the time. It's got to be consistent. We all got to be on the same page. Okay. You can't be out here tricking me, uh, you know, running your own route. But also, too, why are you not getting open? You know, if I'm in there and I'm the wide receiver coach, hey, man, why are you not getting open? I'm, I'm going to get in somebody's tail about some stuff. I'm like, this right here is not, it's not okay. This is not championship football. We'll be running here, you know? And I'd, I'd immediately challenge Sky Moore, MBS, Justin, every, every single guy in that room. Okay. Same thing with Justin Ross. Hey, everybody talking about how, how many catches you made, the great catch you got with the bread basket and all, everybody was on your, your back and talking about you, the new thing out here. Where you at now? Where you at now? Well, now we need you. Okay, now you, you you're not a rookie. This is your second year. Now it's time for you to step up. So that's what I would do. I, you know, as a coach, I'm already bringing my coach out of me. I, would, <laughs> I, I, I want to play receiver for you now. Oh man, I, hey, look, I get you ready, Taser. Believe me. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know about that. Ready to ready to get my my, my hamstring massage on the sideline <laughs> after three plays. <laughs> yeah, this guy's even like playing flag football with me, JD. I, I, no, I try, I try, I try to come, I try to come uh, get him to come out. He doesn't do that. He I, plays pickup basketball. That's about it. I can't work myself back into it, dude. I go out there and I, I want to like dive and go all out, man. I'll get <laughs> I'll get injured. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, tomorrow, so tomorrow's our uh, our grading uh, show, our Monday morning tight end show. But we never usually grade officials. Um, the officials were a big hot topic tonight. We already mentioned the safety that was um, that was in the field of play, not in the end zone. They call it a safety. That's when the run started to happen. As I said, Zach Wilson took Mahomes' power. He got, he got space jammed. Uh, Patrick Mahomes after that safety play um, because they just look like two totally different quarterbacks after that. But then later on in the game, you have the, uh, the horse, the non horse caller uh, tackle. Uh, while the ironic part about that is Bree Salt's got a, a handful of a uh, face mask while they're calling the horse caller on our guy. Uh, so JD, what would you grade the uh, officiating tonight? Obviously there's, there's a lot of calls going both sides tonight as well. But what would you yeah. grade overall the officiating? I, I give them maybe a C minus. Is what I'm gonna give them. Uh, I, for for the life of me, I don't quite understand that you got enough time. You got an earpiece, okay? Somebody talking to you. Why certain calls you can't make when you when you come together? When you when you get in that little group, 
somebody up top should be telling you, like, look, here's the rules. Uh, New York should be calling. I mean, they're right in New York. This is Lee. They should be talking to those guys right now, right now to say, look, you know what? That is the rule. We got to play within what the rules say. Uh, so that call that you made is not okay. It's not right. Okay. And you got to reverse that call. Uh, you got you take enough time to do that to get in, into the huddle to talk about these things over. Why not have at least a system in place that covers you to make sure that you get that call right, especially when you come together to, to do that, right? And so even when those guys came together, they got it wrong. Like we've seen two, two, two wrong calls. It was didn't go the Chiefs' way. And it's just like, hey, man, like who are you talking to? You're talking to somebody else who didn't see it, and sometimes they're like, "Look, I don't know, I didn't see it really." Uh, so, what do you think? And so that's 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 how it seems to be. Sometimes some of these calls, what they make it. So, take your thoughts on the officiating tonight. Were you amongst the uh, the Chiefs Kingdom crowd online? I think it was all around bad. I'll say it was all around bad. Um, uh, Jets fans can be pissed off about certain calls. Uh, we got we can get pissed off about certain calls. Like I told my Jets fan friend, it's just all different points of the game, right? Like. The, the, the magnifying glass, it gets more intensified as the game goes on. So any call missed late is a huge deal. But that same call in this first quarter, no one's talking about that as much, right? So we got screwed mostly in the first half with the uh, safety. And I think Terry McCauley tried to explain that, J.D. Yeah. He was saying they, they said it started, but they added a nice twist of, oh, he didn't start twisting or pulling it to the – it was like – And even, even, right. even um, Collinsworth was like, okay, like yeah. – Really, I've never heard that. I've never heard it twisted like that before. Yeah, he I, I, added to it. He added to it as soon as he said that. You added to it then. It's like, oh, yeah, wait. he was like, Well, they said that I'm being told uh, the twisting didn't start to the end zone. It was like, so he grabbed it, but he didn't move until it was in the end zone. So that makes it, it's like, whatever, man. You guys can twist it any way you want to twist it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the horse collar one. Not only was it not a horse call, which is pretty obvious because the ref was right there when his left arm fell off of his back. He started to grab him, then fell off, and then he only got him from the front. He missed Halls grabbing his face mask and putting it off. I was like, so not only is it not a penalty for him, you could you could have called the penalty there. I mean, yeah, a lot of people on my Jets fan friend was complaining about holding on Mahomes' long run. Um, and then the last call, uh, the, the, the hold on the um, MBS play, look – don't call those end of the games. I'm so tired of hearing that. It's a call. If, yeah. if the Chiefs got away with that at the end of the game, everyone would be saying the refs want it for us. They're saying it about us anyway, really. But it's a call. It's a call in the game. you got to make the call just because it's important. Because like I said, even Philly fans after the Super Bowl, if you allow that, then what's the precedent you're setting? It's, it's okay because the Chiefs are really good. You get to mug them before the ball comes. It, then you might as well not make any calls at the end at all. What's, what's the point of it? Because then all uh, what I would do if I'm the guy defensive guy, I'm gonna hold him. Well, you should make that call. Okay, well, see, I know that right now. I know that's the precedent. Like you said, they said it. Oh well, they ain't gonna call it at the end. So go ahead and do whatever you want to do. That's silly. That's that's a silly argument to make. Uh, you know, so the guy still had the ref still had to do their job, and it was blatantly holding. He he held MVS to shoulder. We know that. We've seen that. Uh, and so, you know, hey, this, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. We didn't get all the calls we wanted. Matter of fact, more calls went against us than it did against the Jets. Uh, so that's the way I look at it. I've heard professional referees talk about that, too, and they're like, you can't change the way you're trained. 
it, it's like a, it's like not pulling someone over for blatantly running a red light at midnight when there's no one on the road. Still a friggin' infraction. You still can't do that. Refs can't pick and choose. Oh, what's the score? How much time's left? Oh, I can't call this now. Like it's it's, it's so fast. It's a, they're trained to say that's a call flag. That's a call flag. That's it. They're not trained to consider the score and the spread and right, how much right. time's left. And will Wilson get the ball one last time to tie the Chiefs? Like they're not thinking about all that crap that we're thinking about when we watch the game. It's a yeah. bang bang. I hate that. It's a bang bang play. They see an infraction. They call a penalty, and that's it. Yeah, they got to be completely objective. As hey, look, I'm just making the call. It's just what it is, right? During this time, like you said, I, I, I'm not taking any of these things into consideration. All right, if he held him, he held him. That's that's what I got in my eyes seen. I got to call it. So, yeah, uh, you know, so Silas, you know, he going down and going as crazy as crazy as he wanted to. You know, I'm sitting there, man, get off the field. You can be <laughs> mad as you want. I don't care. You know, this game's over. So be it. All right, you can be pissed off. You cuss us out. You need to do what you want to do. Fine, whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay. So. Yeah, rough jobs hard enough. They can't really be uh, being the uh, the event planner or whatever, making sure everyone's happy with the outcome and all that stuff, and making sure it's entertainment. I mean, they, that's not their job. Their job is to, to call the penalties and, and and call the stuff on the field. That's that's it. Sometimes they get it right, sometimes they don't. But they're not considering who's having fun, who's liking the game, and it's going to keep people watching. That's not that's not their job. I, I, I did see when Silas when he was sitting over talking about the intentional ground. He remember he kept saying intentional ground, intentional ground. I said, man, if they give him this call. They give him this call. He's going to talk them right into this call. And man, they didn't. They didn't. You know? They said Mahomes was 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 in the rev huddle, like saying, um, pretty much pleading his case, his version yeah. of what Sala was doing. <laughs> what you got to do? I'm yeah. telling you, that's what you have to do. You have to do that. You have to plead your case as much as possible. You know, they tell you get out of here, get out of here. Well, you still can hear me. No, it's not Tilson Brown. I still I was throwing the ten over there. I was throwing the Pacheco. Mm-hmm. He was in the vicinity. You just got to keep saying it. You know, so. All right, guys. Well, Chiefs come away with a 23-20 win and at MetLife Stadium, Mahomes' first time at MetLife. Um, you could say forgettable night as far as statistics go, but he got a win, so it doesn't matter. And, again, sorry for all you guys who took Chiefs nine and a half, and uh, Mahomes didn't get that rushing touchdown for you at the end. But uh, hopefully next week the fireworks will happen in Minnesota when Mahomes uh, plays uh, a team that doesn't really have a good defense, so you might begin your uh, his numbers next week to make up for what he did this week. Um, and maybe an offensive explosion for the rookies. Um, good, good. <laughs> we, we need some of that. We, we, we need a team that we need to grow on even more. I told you, this this was a, a great challenge for us, okay? So that, that's you can assess where you are as far as wide receiver-wise, offensively, where you are. So this, this is a good game for us to look up, look at the film, check it out, go through everything, okay? This is a great film to correct by coaches, by players, by everybody, uh, and, and two, because I said this as well, why the heck can we not get our returner to get yards? The guy that's coming to guys, the gun is on outside. We knew we knew we need to do a much better job. That to me, that's ridiculous. We don't have chances returning to football. That's part of the problem is we want to set our offense up in good field position, and we're not allowed to do it if our special teams not doing their job. That's all I wanted to say. So. My uh, my closing thought. Uh, Pacheco, 20 for 115. I did a quick check. I might be wrong, but when he gets double-digit carries, he's only gone under four yards per carry twice dating back to last season. Damn. Just keep feeding him. It's a machine, man. I love it. It's a machine. 
once we find a nice balance between our passing attack and our rushing attack, it's going to be deadly. Um, and then also keeping our defense fresh. They're not on the field every, uh, every four plays. Um, yeah. yeah right. So, and we can get it all together. Uh, but yep. Yeah, so thanks to everyone for uh, tuning in to chief concerns, uh, post game reaction show. Um, for those of you who are first time viewers, uh, definitely go to our YouTube channel, chief concerns. You can find us on Apple podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else you get your podcasts, uh, go see, check us out on chief concerns. And we'll be back here tomorrow for a Monday morning tight end show where JD breaks down the grades of all the different position groups of this game. I love all the chat on the side. I love all of it. I'm reading every, every bit of it, man. I love it all. So I see all of y'all here to yeah. talk ish and all these guys. Okay. Y'all keep coming back. Yeah, man. It's fun. Yes, it is. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. Later, or, guys. I, or I guess today. <laughs> Later <Yeah>. on. <laughs> All right, fellas. See All you right, fellas. Good night now. See you, you. Too, buddy. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.